God Hears Her. God Hears Her. God Hears Her is brought to you. Is brought to you. By our Daily Bread Ministries. Visit GodHearsHer.org. Visit GodHearsHer.org. Or find us on social for more information. I injured my back. And um, it got misdiagnosed. And so I ignored it. Mm -hmm. And um, it got to the point where I was damaging other parts of my body, my shoulders, my neck, my lower back. And when I finally got diagnosed correctly, I ended up with the upper thoracic injury, but I can't have surgery. So I do pain management until God provides the opportunity for me to do something different. So it's a chronic pain It's a chronic pain now. You're listening to God Hears Her, a podcast for women where we explore the stunning truth that God hears you, He sees you, and He loves you because you are His. Find out how these realities free you today on God Hears Her. Hey guys, welcome to God Hears Her. I'm Erin Eddy. And I'm Elisa Morgan. All of us experience difficult moments. And you know, it can be really hard to trust God when things are not working out the way we expect, right? Today, Soshi Dixon joins us to talk about what it means to trust God's plan and pace, even in the midst of chronic pain. That's coming up on God Hears Her. For those of you who don't know who Soshi is, she's an author. I actually just picked up a copy of her book, Waiting for God, Trusting Daily in God's Plan and Pace. She's also a writer for Our Daily Bread. In fact, her articles have appeared in the God Hears Her devotional. And she's also a speaker who travels around with her service dog, Callie, sharing how God can meet us even in the midst of pain. Here's our interview with Soshi Dixon on God Hears Her. I know a little of your story. How much do you know? I don't know much. And you know, before we go too far, I want to explain to everybody, we have another friend at the table, actually under the table. Under the table. (laughs) Okay. And it's my husband. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I would never do that. (laughs) Who's under the table with us? It is my beautiful service dog, Callie, and she's currently being trained by Tales for Life and Fond du Lac. So she's in training. She's one year old. And oh. this is her first podcast. She's young. She's a baby. So if we hear some little... She's just praising the Lord. It's not my she's, stomach. It's, no, it's she's praising Kelly. Jesus. And you have some little snacks you're feeding her now and then to yes, keep her good. I share so. my liver treats with her. <laughs> so. so we may have some ambient noise um, in, in our yes, conversation. Yes, maybe. That's great. That's great. Okay, so mm. back to your question. I just had to have that commercial for yeah. the service talk. Yes. Okay. No, I was so excited to learn that we were going to be sitting with you. One of the reasons why I was excited was because I caught your chapel mm. when you were here. Oh, at our Daily Bread at our Ministries. Daily bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I got to hear some of your story. Amen. And then I, I got your book. Nice. And, and your book is called Waiting for God? Waiting for God, Trusting mm-hmm. Daily in God's Plan and mm-hmm. Pace. Mm-hmm. It's my life. It's yeah. my life right now. It really is all of ours, even though we may not be aware of it. It is. It is. You I, have, I learned that. You have been invited into that lesson. Mm. Do we want to ask Soshi to tell us a little bit of your story? Is that good? Yeah. Okay. I would. I want to know everything. I want to know. <laughs> okay. We, we only have, have this that. amount. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I you guys to, can go to lunch. I, I, know. <laughs> I know you're from California mm-hmm. or and you live in Wisconsin. But yes, would you share with us just yeah. a little bit um, about like just recently, like why I mean writing that yeah. book type of thing. Yeah, okay. share with me. Yeah, when you said it's my life. Oh, it's my life. Yeah. When you um, say that. In 1992, a long time ago, I was young like you, and <laughs> I injured my back, okay. and um, it got misdiagnosed, and so I ignored it. 
Mm-hmm. And um, it got to the point where I was damaging other parts of my body, my shoulders, my neck, my lower back. And when I finally got diagnosed correctly, I ended up with the upper thoracic injury. And oh. so I have a joint and a nerve caught in between my rib and my spine. Ooh, That's ow. what they think is going on. But because I can't see it, I can't have surgery. Huh. So I do pain management okay. until God provides the opportunity for me to do something different. So and that's it's a where chronic pain It's situation. a chronic pain now. It's a, a chronic pain. A lot of people struggle with this. Yeah. I'm amazed at how many people, when I started interviewing, when I started talking about, mm-hmm. hey, I, I want to um, talk about this waiting for God in the midst of pain. And I thought it was in the midst of suffering. Yeah. By the time I got to the end of the book, it is not what the book is about. It's huh. really is not. I was, physical I was, pain? Or? It's not. It's not even close. I was like, wow, God, you're so amazing. But I started because my agent said, what do you, what's the book you have to write? Mm-hmm. And I was in the middle of this season in my life where I'm like, I feel like I know God can, but he's not doing it yet. Mm-hmm. In so many areas of my life, mm-hmm. you know, and my husband's job and my work and ministry and, and now moving and, and I didn't know what to do. I was just kind of like mm-hmm. in a rut. We get there. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but there's hardly anything like pain oh. to throw us there. And you're right. There can be other right. issues. Be, yeah. yeah. But pain, I don't have what you have, but I've had a couple of back issues with yeah. nerve damage down my, my leg. And I mean, it is, you kind of go wacky. You're debilitating in it ways that you didn't expect. Great respect yeah. for, for everyone who's struggling yeah. with that. Is this why you have a service dog? Yes, actually, um, I was... I didn't get her to be a service dog. I was using a cane. But I was noticing when I walk her, when I first got to Wisconsin a year ago in 2018, I couldn't walk to the end of the block. And so we got a trainer to help me to control her so I could walk her just to, because she's a puppy. Yeah. I started noticing I wasn't hurting as much. Mm-hmm. She was pulling me from the right side. I started walking up to a mile. Oh, my goodness. And so goodness. it was good for my health. Yes. Wow. She was benefiting me with her um, attitude, except for right now when she's whining. No, we're not praising the Lord. We're not praising the Lord. (laughs) Um, Well, we are. She's going to do it for us. We are. Yeah, Yeah, we are. (laughs) Um, But yes, I started feeling stronger. Mm -hmm. And so when my doctor told me that this was it, this is what I'm going to be dealing with is pain management. Uh, He doesn't think that surgery is worth it because it's too high of risk because it's at T7 on my lung and on my spine. That's hard. And he's like, you're too young for that risk. I looked into a service dog, and they call them mobility dogs. I didn't even know they existed. I didn't either. Huh. She will stand by me when I'm in spasm and lean into me and wait until it passes. Oh, that's precious. And then walk slow with me. Mm. I can hold her handle. Mm. And it doesn't hurt because a cane will hurt. Oh. I have an injury to my hip and left Mm. foot because of my back injury being weak. Yeah, compensating. Yes, overcompensating. Mm -hmm. And so she'll pull me to the right. And I am so much stronger. People who've known me for years see pictures. They're like, you stand taller. I love this. That's beautiful. God is so good because there's so many lessons. I'm already writing a book on this one. Because what am I learning through Mm -hmm. this experience that other people can relate to? That universal truth, like waiting for God. Mm -hmm. What are we we waiting for? Mm -hmm. I learned it's so much more than a day-to-day. And I love what a gentleman uh, earlier said. It's, what did he say? It's, It's today today is not not going going to be today forever. It's not going to be today forever. Yeah. I needed that today. I needed that today. Even after Mm. going through all the lessons that God has taught me through this process of waiting over the last year, 
it's not going to be today forever, but we can trust God today mm-hmm. yeah. because we can trust him forever. I think that was huge. That's a huge Reminds to... me a lot of Matthew chapter yes. six, verse, what is it? 33. So she, you know, one day's trouble is enough uh, yes. for one day. Yes. For Seek for first one day. the kingdom of God and these things will be added to you. Exactly. So. Mm. When I first started writing, waiting for God, I thought I was writing this encouragement for people who are struggling. Yeah. I was, I'm going to write a book on perseverance. Uh-huh. I ended up realizing we're waiting for God, no matter what we're going through, because he's coming again. Mm. Yeah. And that, new, that mm. this sense of worship took over huh. in the midst of my pain. So you're differentiating what we're waiting for God for. We think we're waiting for him to heal us, for him to give us a spouse or a home or a job, for him to reveal himself in our daily life but you're suggesting we're really waiting for him to come again to him to come again and how Mm. he uses the weight to make us more like him Mm. oh that's beautiful how he uses the weight to prepare us for what he has Mm. i've noticed that i want something and i ask god for it and he doesn't give it to me right away and i'm like seriously Mm. seriously lord i'm being patient Mm. but i'm not ready Mm. so if it happens later if i've had it happen later I look back, oh, I was so not ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he prepared me for it, and he prepared other people. So I realized, ooh, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mean mm-hmm. I'm not the center of my world? Yeah. Yeah. What? You relate to this girlfriend. Absolutely. Yeah. He refines you uh-huh. yes. in the waiting. In the yeah. wait. The word that is, I've felt really strongly defines this in my life lately is the word transformation. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of the the chrysalis that turns into a butterfly, that transformation. I think Paul talks about that, about being, you know, a new creation coming. But that word transformation is something only God can do, but we cooperate with him somehow, right? Surrender. 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 What you were talking about, one of the lessons that was huge to me that kind of shocked me is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are in this fire. They're in this burning furnace. And it's not about what God did. He did wait for him. He was in there with him. He was protecting him. Talking about in the book of Daniel and the fiery furnace. In the fiery furnace. And this is what somebody Nebuchadnezzar had thrown them in there because they wouldn't bow down and worship. I'm just trying to get a little context. So go ahead then. What happened? And then when the king saw that, what happened? He praised the Lord. Mm. It's not about what God did in that fiery furnace. It's also what he didn't do. He didn't take them out mm. right away. Mm. So sometimes mm. I realize we're going through something not for us mm. only, but also people who are watching, people mm. we're encouraging. Mm. There's somebody going through something. You mm. share, I share, and then they're encouraged in their life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God uses that in the yeah. way to minister to others. So, and it was huge to me to realize yeah, that. Yeah, and, and even mm. what you're saying right now, you're not healed of your pain. No, no. And you're sitting in a studio with Aaron and I, and we're talking about the reality of your ongoing pain that God has been present in. And yeah, he's providing present, some comfort. But you still struggle. And you're able to say, I think if I'm hearing you, Soshi, that you see even in this moment yeah. that God is using it. Amen. Amen. Right. And it kind of encourages me to keep going in the hard days. Mm-hmm. If I share transparently, if I'm authentic, yeah, maybe he'll encourage someone with it. Mm-hmm. And um, there are days when I'm like, okay, I am tired, Lord. Can I just still praise you? Yeah. But you heal me. You know, yeah, yeah, can, yeah. You just, can I do that? <laughs> Give me a little more. And and I do have my little, what I call, wah baby meltdowns. Sure you do. I allow myself wah, to baby cry. meltdowns. That's yeah, it. I love that. That's, That's so it. Good. That's going to be our thing. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> wah, wah, wah baby meltdowns. Yeah. We all have that. So does Callie. Yeah. It's like a baby. <laughs> so we, we so do. We have these moments. But afterwards, when we feel God picking us up, 
holding us close. Like, you can't explain the feeling that a peace, hope, yeah. his presence, and it's a tangible presence. And mm-hmm. that has helped me a lot. Can I ask you kind of a pretty much an inappropriate question? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with people who get impatient with your disability, oh, yeah. who are annoyed by mm. yeah, your, I get that a lot. Yeah, how do how does what does that look like? That's such a good question. We will hear Soshi's answer to Elisa's question in just a moment. You're listening to God Hears Her, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the show today, would you please take a minute and write a quick review and rate us on iTunes and really on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Reviews and ratings help us reach more people because iTunes and other podcast platforms push highly rated shows in front of more people. So if you could take a minute, write a quick review and rate us. That would be so helpful in reaching more women with the message that God hears her. Welcome back to God Hears Her. I'm Elisa Morgan. And I'm Erin Eddy, and in just a moment, we will hear Soshi's answer to the question of how she deals with people who are annoyed by her disability, especially because Soshi deals with a disability that you can't see. She will talk about that in just a moment, but first a quick reminder. If you miss anything in today's show, check out today's talking points included in the show notes. The show notes also include a link to a free resource. It's an e-booklet titled, Why? Seeing God in Our Pain. Pain is an inevitable part of life for all of us, and this e-booklet can help draw us closer to God, even in pain. It's yours for free. Just click the link in the podcast description or by visiting GodHearsHer.org. That's GodHearsHer.org. Let's get back to our interview with Soshi Dixon as she answers a question about dealing with people who feel annoyed or impatient with her disability. You're listening to God Hears Her. There's been a few incidents where um, I remember I, I can't always hug if I'm having a well, bad day. I tried to hug you. <laughs> well, um, I have a cold today, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you know that. But it's okay. But if I'm spasming, that if I have sense. a tightness, mm-hmm. it hurts to hug. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I remember telling a lady, "Oh, I can't hug today," and she said, "Well, I believe you're in pain if you would just stop smiling all the time." And I'm like, "Oh wow. Oh, okay, but." Mm. I'm full of joy because of God, you know, I'm still hurting, Mm but he doesn't take away our joy. Mm -hmm. I can still have joy in this moment. Mm -hmm. And so that was um, a turning point for me where I realized that people didn't understand. And so I started to have a little bit more compassion. I started to ask God for more compassion. I needed more compassion. That was smart. I've been told, well, if you were really a believer, you wouldn't have any pain. And I say, do you read the Bible? Mm -hmm. Because I'm pretty sure in the Bible there's pain and Mm -hmm. there's hardship and they're struggling. That's not relieved. I mean, aren't they still waiting in the hall of of faith? Are we all not still waiting? Amen. Waiting for God to return, to come and make all things right. And those that have gone before us and have not received that deliverance and are still faithful, still praising God, still um, knowing that he is able and available. Those are encouraging us. Absolutely. And we can do the same. Yeah. And you know, there are times when I'm thankful that Mm -hmm. God has not lifted this. Mm -hmm. 
my husband wouldn't say that because he's my caregiver and it's a hard job. Yeah. But there are times I'm thankful because I don't know if I would have learned these lessons mm-hmm. yeah. any other and way. And you're helping other people. Yeah. Who you, get annoyed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Get annoyed. Yeah. But also I want to ask you, like, I feel like that's a muscle that we work. Mm, a faith muscle. A faith I love muscle, that. Yeah. Right? That's the faith you're, muscle. You're, you're, yeah. you're actually really strong. I, what, what is that verse? that We are strong. He is our strength. Yeah. I cling to that a lot because yeah. I don't feel strong. Like I literally cannot lift this cup with this hand. <laughs> I literally wow. cannot lift this cup with my left hand or, or hold my phone up to my ear for too long. But I'm strong in him because he's my strength. That's yeah. right. I had to come to a place though because I was pretty independent mm-hmm. pretty yeah. i can do it by myself yeah and he had to bring me to that point where i'm on my knees saying i can't do this without you mm-hmm. i can do nothing apart from him and that verse has helped me through a lot i can do nothing i can't even have faith without god you know you're striking a chord with me you know i think most of us prefer to be independent and mm-hmm. we have learned to get through life and the hard knocks which we all have yes, we all have them. by pulling ourselves forward but there is a place in our relationship with God where we kind of come to the end, lots of places, yeah. where we come to yeah. the end of ourselves. Yes. But that doesn't mean we're weak. No. From I think it's, on. I think it means we're stronger. That's yeah. right. I think it means we're stronger. The weaker I can admit I am, I think I'm stronger. Mm-hmm. But there's still a place, Soshi, I'm hearing you yeah. in your story, for you, Soshi, yes. to invest and buck up. Yes. You just don't do it out of your own strength. You just don't do it by yourself. Yes. You do it in in tandem yeah. in ta- with, yes, God. with God. So, you know, when we're talking about today isn't forever, but when you come to that place, you have to reinvest too. So you yes. surrender, but yeah. you have to also get back up and continue. Yeah, and, and being in the Word of God helps. Okay. You know, opening up my Bible, praying, knowing yeah. I have prayer support is mm-hmm. so huge. Because there are times when I don't feel like I can take one more step, but I know people are praying. And then I ask God, you know, remind me, remind me of that truth. Getting out the Bible and seeing that truth that does not change. Yeah. That gives you hope. Yeah. He doesn't change. My circumstances do. My feelings do. Yeah. But he doesn't change. And there is a point where you do have to turn to him. Were you raised to go to scripture what was your upbringing in your faith yeah. for it to be so strong? I was not raised in the church. Yeah. Um, I believed in God, but more of a punisher. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God's going to get you if you. Mm-hmm. God's going to be mad at you if you. Yeah. So I had a fear of God, but it wasn't the right kind of fear, the reverence. It was a fear like, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was actually a point um, where my husband, his family was raised in the church and they would give me our daily bread. It's hilarious. Is that oh my right? God is and so now you write for that is crazy. Right, that's amazing. But look, I didn't want our daily bread. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to read that. I don't want any Christians bread. Christians are so <laughs> hypocrite. I don't like them. No, they mm-hmm. just judge me. I had the most negative, mm-hmm. ugly mm-hmm. attitude. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I met my husband and then I injured my back. We got married in 1994 mm-hmm. and I lost my first baby. Um, mm-hmm. I went into a deep depression. Oh gosh. And my boss, Winona, was praying for me, but she also said, I'm coming to get you. And if you're not dressed, you're coming to work in your pajamas. Oh, I, so love it's her. Based, I love her. Wow. What a friend. So she just yeah. got me out and I still wasn't ready. I was mad at God. I was mad at God. Why? Why, God? Why are you doing this to me? What did I do? Whatever it is, I'm sorry. Mm. My marriage almost broke apart oh. after my son was born, Xavier. We when actually you got pregnant did. again. I got pregnant again. Okay. Yeah. And um, I did separate from my husband when my son was three and then came back. And that's when I started going to church. That's when God 
mm-hmm. got a hold of me mm-hmm. because I said, I know my kids need faith. I have a stepson also. Mm-hmm. And I know these boys need faith. If I'm going to come back and work on it with my husband, which I really wasn't planning on working on it. I was just planning on letting the kids get older because yeah. I was going to go out on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to give them faith. So I'm going to take them to church. Well, that's when God said, ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. I wanted you. Mm-hmm. And so I would sit by the exit door ready to leave. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I had a nasty little face. This little elderly lady used to say, I was so scared of you when you first came to church. You always look so angry. And now I'm smiling. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, honey, trust wow. me. You're was, transformed. Oh, it was that transformed. Word. That's all yeah. Jesus. Wow. Because it's like, I went from don't talk to me to I'm a greeter. Hi, welcome to church. You know, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's it's so totally, great. totally a flip flop. <laughs> but I used to tell my kids, go get the donut, meet me in the car. I don't want to talk to anybody. So my older steps and my son, AJ, would take Xavier, grab the donut, and they go, where's your mom? Gotta go, gotta go, can't talk to anybody, you know? And then one day, I just had enough. I was ready to leave my husband. I don't even know why we were arguing. It was ridiculous. It's probably everything, just a bunch of things. Everything, like a, bunch a bunch of, of everything. Yeah. Plus, I was in pain, but not. I wasn't diagnosed yet, so okay. I mm. just thought I had pain. Yeah. And I finally said, what? What did I do, God? Why are you punishing me? Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking of what I'd heard in the church the first time I'd heard the gospel. Oh, and by the way, I stole my first Bible at that church. Good job. So I opened it, <laughs> and I didn't know where to start, so I closed it. <laughs> and I went in to go do the laundry, and I just started crying. Mm. And I said, I can't do it. I just, I'm just i going to cry again. And I just remember you said, come to the end of yourself. Mm. I think I felt that. Mm. I can't do it. I needed to be strong for my kids. I couldn't. I needed to be strong for me. I couldn't. I need you, God. Whatever. Fine. I give up. And you weren't afraid of him punishing you. You know, I'm hearing this beautiful principle. Oh, it was the gospel. Yes. I'm hearing this principle of God wants to transform us. And often he has to transform our understanding of him. Amen. Before yeah. we'll allow Amen. him to transform to tra- us. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Knowing that he's a loving the God. That's the, the gospel. gospel. Uh-huh. And that's why I think it's so important for us to keep preaching the gospel. We can mm-hmm. teach everything else, mm-hmm. but keep preaching the gospel mm-hmm. and giving scripture to mm-hmm. people more than our opinions because yeah, that they come to fi- know our good God. Yeah. That's yeah. the mm-hmm. only way. Mm-hmm. And when I finally started digging into scripture is when you asked, how is your faith strong? I used to read the Bible through a year with my husband every year. And the first time I read it, it was so exciting. But then after a while, a few years, I've read that before. Mm-hmm. I've read that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I asked, and, and I'm currently in a season of drought right now, mm-hmm. or I'm asking God to do this again. Thanks for being honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's important. Yeah, I do too. I came to this point where it's like things happen and it wasn't in the word of God. Yeah. And I notice now what it is. So that's why I'm asking God, take me back to your word. But I didn't know then. I would open up the Bible and then say, show me what you want me to learn today. Mm-hmm. And then numbers started getting interesting. I was like, oh, there's actually cool stuff in here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. There's actually some cool stuff in Leviticus. Oh, mm-hmm. Deuteronomy is not as boring as I thought, you know, because yeah. I started paying attention. Mm-hmm. Show me what you want me to learn mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. Not just this is our history because mm-hmm. I don't like history. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't like history, but that history mm-hmm. is exciting mm-hmm. because that history points to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have something that you hope a listener really remembers from our conversation, what would it be? 
I think it's important to be authentic, to be genuine, to tell God, yeah, I'm in a drought right now. I need you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to refresh my spirit. Yeah. Um, I want to be transformed today because yeah. we are not just like Jesus. And to use it, use everything, Lord, to make me more like you mm-hmm. and to help me to know you, to help me to fall head over heels in love with you mm-hmm. yeah, and to know that you love me. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest thing for me mm-hmm. is to accept that I can see that God loves you, but yeah. but me, yeah, he knows what I did. He yeah. knows what I did this morning when I snapped at my husband, you know? Yeah. And by the way, I did, I murdered somebody this morning. Did you know that? Oh. Yeah, I did. Do we need to call oh, somebody? Yeah, yeah. Call the Lord. Was because that a squirrel? I've already, no. Oh. <laughs> I, I spoke, I spoke harshly to my husband, oh, like okay. in a oh, mean oh, way, oh, right? Oh, oh. I thought you meant like, you've like actually like, yeah, I know. I was like, did you hit an animal? Like, <laughs> But but that's really how I've been really like thinking this. I'm like, I'm a murderer because I'm using my harsh words, my bitterness, and I'm attacking my husband who's closest to me. Mm. And I'm like, God, that is not honoring you. And I don't know how to change it because I'm so overwhelmed right now with feelings. So asking him to transform us today, Mm. to make us more like him, to help us to understand the fullness of his love for us Mm. and to love him I think everything else falls into place after that. Yeah. Um, at least I'm, that's what I'm praying because that's where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. I'm just in the middle. I thought, okay, I got the waiting for God down, right? And I'm like, oh, that was just the first step. Yep. Yeah. I got to keep going. Mm-hmm. What's the next step and the next step and the next step? So it's continually because he's not here yet, but he is coming. And when Jesus comes, everything else will fall into place. Wow, that's so good. I love how so she said, ask God to transform us today, to make us more like Him, to help us understand the fullness of His love for us, and to help us love Him in return. Everything else will fall into place. Yeah, yeah everything. God's love changes everything. You know, and we can experience that love in so many ways, you know, like through prayer and scripture, through other people. Okay, that brings us to the end of today's show. Don't forget to check out the show notes where we have a link to a free e-booklet titled, Why? Seeing God in Our Pain. The show notes are located in the podcast description or on our website, godhearsher.org. That's godhearsher.org. And if you enjoyed today's show, please help spread the word by rating us and writing a review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews help the show reach more women with a message that God sees them, He hears them, and He loves them. So thanks in advance for taking the time to do that. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget, God sees you, He hears you, He loves you because you are His. Before we end today's show, I want to take a moment to thank Dave, Barry, and John for their help in creating and sharing the God Hears Her podcast. Thank you, guys. So thankful for you.